What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Tuesday, January 5th, man. I hope all you guys have had a nice and productive start off to your new year. Hopefully, all you guys are having a nice, productive, and successful week up until now. And hopefully, you guys have an even better week, man. Of course, I hope and pray that all you guys are staying safe as we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic, man. So please wash your hands as much as possible to keep the virus from off your hands and especially off your face. And if you're in a public setting where there's a large group, crowd, or gathering, please wear a mask. And when you're by yourself, take it off and go about your day and have fun. And of course, I must continue to reiterate this point because it is super important. If you have any type of sunlight or sunshine, wherever you are at on this globe, we call the earth, please go outside and get some sunlight, aka ultraviolet rays on your skin, because I promise you the sun kills all viruses and the coronavirus is no different man but again hope all you guys are doing good of course we are still demanding justice for elijah mcclain we are still demanding justice for brianna taylor and we are still going to demand justice for anybody that has been a victim of police brutality or even worse police murderings because it simply needs to stop it's been going on for far too long and it needs to be put to an end man but i hope all you guys are just doing good out there man take every single day as a blessing try and get better each and every single day even if it's just one percent try and get better man evolving yourself is super important it's probably the most important thing that you can do in your time on this earth so just try and get better each and every single day man and be confident in yourself you've been in your body for a long time you should not be insecure about anything about yourself be confident in yourself know what you want to do and just keep stepping in the right direction i promise you this life is going to reward you just be patient your time is coming but work every single day but be patient and i promise you you're going to get everything that you want out of this life man but let's get right into today's topic at hand I got to talk about the Toronto Raptors. Actually, that right now, they're actually the Tampa Raptors because they're, they're supposed to be playing in Toronto, but Canada has a very strict lockdown on when it comes to COVID. And so right now, the Raptors are playing in Tampa, Florida. So the Raptors right now are currently one in five. Their current record is one win and five losses to start off this early season. Right now, they're in 14th place in the Eastern Conference, and they're only half a game ahead of last place, which is the Detroit Pistons. I don't think anybody expected this start for the Toronto Raptors because they've been a pretty solid team, but I do got to say they have been getting worse ever since they won the NBA championship in 2019. You got to think about it. They lost Kawhi Leonard, who's a top five player in the league. Then this past offseason, I don't know why, but they just let Marcus Gasol go and they let Serge Ibaka go, who are two integral parts to this team. I don't know why they just let those guys go for nothing. I don't know if they thought that they had a chance at trying to sign Giannis Antetokounmpo, but whatever the case may be, it was foolish. And look, Masai Ujiri is one of the best presidents of basketball operations in the NBA. He's got to be better than what he's doing. And of course, you know, you got to give him some leeway. He just won you a championship a couple years ago. But at the same time, this team is not getting better. And I look at it like this. I actually came across this last night because I had zero clue about it. But Kyle Lowry is going to be an unrestricted free agent this upcoming offseason. I did not know that until last night. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent, which means when he hits free agency, he's going to be able to pick and choose any team that he wants to, as long as the team picks him back. That's going to be big because me personally, I feel like Kyle Lowry should be a Raptor for life. Just how Dirk was a Dallas Maverick for life, how Kobe Bryant was a Los Angeles Laker for his whole entire career. I feel like Kyle Lowry has earned the right to be a Raptor 
for life because he's been there through the up and the downs. He's been there from the good and the bad. He was there when they were losing to LeBron always in the playoffs. And now, you know, of course, he got the championship in 2019 with the help of Kawhi Leonard. So he's been there through it all. And you can make a real claim that Kyle Lowry is the greatest Toronto Raptor of all time. I know you got to look at Vince Carter. You got to consider, you know, Kawhi Leonard. I know it's even some fans out there that probably would say DeMar DeRozan is, but you can really make a legitimate claim that it's Kyle Lowry who's the most legendary Toronto Raptor of all time. You cannot just push aside Vince Sanity again because that's a legendary moment, but Kyle Lowry actually won a championship and he was there through all the good and the ugly. That means something, but at the same time, Right now, he is 34, and he's going to be turning 35 in the month month of March. So he's only a couple months away from his 35th birthday. So happy early birthday to Kyle Lowry. Right now, he's on a one-year $30.5 million deal. Again, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. And look, Kyle Lowry still is playing at a high level. He's never had any type of major injuries that have changed his career trajectory or anything like that. But right now, he's still playing at a high level. If you look in the bubble, in the playoffs, matter of fact, when they played against the Boston Celtics and took the Celtics seven games while they ultimately lost in the Eastern Conference semifinals, Kyle Lowry was the Raptors' best player, and he was their most clutch player. I remember the game. I can't remember if it was game six. I think it was game six when he hit that post-up fadeaway over Kemba Walker. He outplayed Kemba Walker in the playoffs. He was their best player in the playoffs. If not for him, they would have not been in a seven-game series with that Boston Celtics team. I promise you. That's how good Kyle Lowry is. So it's, I know the point guard is the toughest position in the NBA, but when it comes to defensive point guards, you cannot mention Kyle Lowry's name. You cannot forget to leave out Kyle Lowry's name. He's one of the best defensive point guards in the league. So that leads me to my thing. The Raptors just, I believe a couple off seasons ago, gave Pascal Siakam a max contract extension worth four years, $136 million. He's 26 years young. He'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2024. So they got him locked up. Then you just gave an extension to Fred Van Fleet, who was a, a free agent this past off season, this short off season, that was worth four years, $85 million. He'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2024 as well. And then OG Ananobi, another player that they're really high on, who of course played under Tom Crean at the University of Indiana. Right now, OG Ananobi is only 23 years young. He's still on his rookie deal. He'll be eligible for an extension, I believe in a couple seasons. And that will be, if he does sign it, he'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2025. Then you got Terrence Davis, who they're also high on out of Ole Miss. He is 23 years young. He'll be a restricted free agent in 2021. Then you got Chris Boucher, another player that they're really high on, came out of Dana Altman's program at the University of Oregon. He's 28. He'll be actually, he's 27 right now. He'll be 28 next week, matter of fact. So early happy birthday to him as well. He's currently on a two year, 30, 13, excuse me, two year, $13.5 million deal. He'll be a, a, a free agent, excuse me, in the year 2022. And then you got Malachi Flynn, who they just drafted out of San Diego State. He actually played some meaningful minutes last night in their loss to the Boston Celtics. So I think they're actually high on him too, and he should be a really good point guard. So my thing right now is, do you trade Kyle Lowry and try and get assets for him in exchange to, to get better? Do you trade for James Harden? Because if they were to trade for James Harden, they would get significantly better. And I don't know the exact package that they would have to give the Rockets in order to acquire James Harden. But if you put James Harden on a team with Kyle Lowry, and if you're able to keep Pascal Siakam, 
that's one of the best teams in the East, in my opinion. I think they're probably a top three, maybe top four team in the East. They're probably a top three team with James Harden because that's how good of a score, or excuse me, that's how great of a score that James Harden is. But with a one and five record, I gotta, I'm honestly curious to what is going on inside the brain of Masai Ujiri. Do you continue the season out with the current roster that you have? Do you trade Kyle Lowry? Do you trade for James Harden? Do you blow it up in general? Do you go into a rebuilding mode? What do you do from here? It's a lot because, again, they're not playing in Toronto. They're not playing in Canada. They're in Tampa. So the players are living an entire different lifestyle. I think most of the players are probably living in a hotel, if not the whole team. So that's kind of an adjustment. If you kind of look at it from a perspective, like there's a a team that's kind of still living a bubble, quote unquote, life. Of course, they're still traveling to different players or excuse me, different places. But at the same time, they're living in a place that's not even considered their homes. They're living in a hotel. They're in a whole other part of another country. Of course, you know, they play in the States, but at the same time, they're in Florida. Like, they're not in Toronto. That's a, that's a, a long distance from one place to the other. And so it could be a lot of different things going on, but I do know the, this. The main reason that they have not had a good start to the season is because, one, Pascal Siakam, who was considered their best player, is not playing good basketball. And OG Ananobi, who is also a really good player for them and a big-time piece of what they're trying to do under head coach Nick Nurse, is not playing well as well. And, of course, you know, Kyle Lowry is still playing good. Fred Van Fleet is hooping. But they need Pascal Siakam to be their best player. They gave Pascal Siakam that max contract extension for them to be their number one scoring option, for them to be, or for him to be the number one scorer for that team. And right now, he's just not playing like that. He's playing kind of like in a funk. And I think the biggest thing with Pascal Siakam is that it's, it's going to take some time to, for him to adjust to this because it's a different type of pressure when you go from Robin to Batman. And what do I, what do I mean by that is that when Kawhi Leonard won in the championship, he was the Raptors' best player, and Pascal Siakam was their second scorer. And right now, Pascal Siakam is the number one guy, so teams are much more locked in on him. The defense is focused more so on Pascal Siakam than ever, and he has not done a good job of adjusting to that. It's simply, that's just the case. He has not done a good job of facing that pressure because the rest of his team is playing pretty solid basketball, even though they're not playing the best defense. And honestly, that's another thing, too. Like, you, they just let... Serge Ibaka and Marcus Saul just walk. They didn't even, I don't even know if they tried to re-sign him, but Serge Ibaka is still a really good player. And just same thing with Marcus Saul, who of course is with the Lakers now and Serge is with the Clippers. Those are two really good big men. You can't just let them walk. And now you got Aaron Baines, who's a solid big man. He's an okay big man. But then you got Alex Lynn too. Alex Lynn has been mediocre throughout the course of his career. I don't want to sound mean, but that's just a matter of fact. He's been in Phoenix. He's been in Atlanta. He's been bouncing around the league. And now, of course, he's in Toronto. But you need that production. They were a really good defensive team because of guys like Serge Ibaka and Marcus Gasol. They don't, they don't have that type of defensive identity that they used to have. And that's a big factor in what they are trying to do. They get a lot of their offense because of what they do on the defensive end. They get a lot of easy opportunities because they're able to get stops on the defensive end of the floor. And right now, they're just not doing that. And so I don't know what's going to happen, but if I was them, if I was Bobby Webster, the general manager of the Raptors, or if I was Masai Ujiri, again, the president of basketball operations, I would seriously consider trading Kyle Lowry because you can get a lot of valuable assets 
in exchange for Kyle Lowry. Now, he might not be the most sought-out player on the market because the 2021 free agency class is actually might end up being a pretty good one. You're going to have Victor Oladipo. You're going to have DeMar DeRozan. You got Chris Paul, who's going to be on a player option. You got Bradley Beal, who's going to be on a player option. Kawhi Leonard is going to have a player option. It's a lot of pretty solid free agents out there, but when it comes to the point guard position, that's the most stacked and hardest and toughest position in the NBA from Curry to Dame Lillard to Kyrie Irving to Russell Westbrook to John Wall to Trey Young to John Morant. It's so many good point guards in the NBA. Even if they're not considered all-star level point guards, they're still really good point guards in the National Basketball Association. And it's only a few teams that could truly use a point guard that actually needs a point guard. And one team is actually my favorite team, and that's the Miami Heat. And if you don't know, Kyle Lowry has a really good relationship with Jimmy Butler. They are really close friends from Team USA to All-Star Games together. They are really good friends. So I would not be shocked at all if Kyle Lowry was able to end up being on the Miami Heat. That would be a really good move for him to finish off his career because you've made all the money that you possibly can, to be honest with you. And Jimmy Butler is your friend. And the Heat right now are constructed to win a championship in the near future. Kyle Lowry would definitely help them out because Goran Dragic is really good. He showed that in the bubble, especially in the playoffs, but he does have an injury history. Kyle Lowry doesn't really have an injury history, and plus, he's much better on the defensive end, and he can get you a bucket when called upon. And I'm not saying Goran Dragic is a slouch or is a scrub. I'm just saying he's better. Um, Kyle Lowry is better than Dragic on the defensive end. And I love Goran Dragic. What he did in the bubble for my team this year was phenomenal. I loved everything about his performance. But getting a guy like Kyle Lowry, especially when you don't have necessarily a true point guard on the Heat, would do a lot of wonders for that basketball team. But I'm just saying, man, like the Raptors need to consider to trade him, to just let the season play out or whatever. But I would not try and just lose Kyle Lowry for nothing because you just did that. You're learning your lesson currently by just allowing Serge Ibaka and Marcus Gasol to walk out. You need to upgrade somehow, some way. But you do have your core intact. You do have Pascal Siakam. You do have Fred Van Fleet. You do have Terrence Davis. You do have Chris Boucher. You have your core intact, but you need to add to it if you want to get better. If you want to try to win another championship, and I'm sure that's what Masai Ujiri wants to do because he got, you know, he got one. I'm pretty sure he wants another one because that's the ultimate goal. That's what you do this for. That's what you become the president of basketball operations for, to win your organization and your franchise a championship. And right now, they are trending in the wrong direction. But again, they're in a good direction at the same time. They're in a good place because they have their core intact. But Kyle Lowry is a really good player. Like, Kyle Lowry is not a scrub. I don't know. A lot of people think he's a, he's not an elite point guard because he's not doing what the prototypical point guards of today are doing, like scoring all the time with high volume, like Steph Curry and Dame Lillard and Kyrie Irving. Like, nah, he's not like that. But he's super good defensively. He's a leader on the court. He makes plays happen. If you need him to get you a bucket, he'll get you a bucket. If you need him to run a set, he'll run a set. Whatever you need Kyle Lowry to do if you're the head coach, he's going to do it for you. And that's what you love about a player like Kyle Lowry because he's that type of player. He's willing to do anything to win. And you got to give him a lot of credit for that because it's not a lot of players in the NBA like that. And I don't know what the Raptors are going to do, but if I was them, you, you probably have to trade Kyle Lowry. You probably have to because you do not want to lose him for nothing. Losing him for nothing will put you even in a deeper hole than what you are currently in. But I do think it is a chance that they're able to still be able to salvage this season. This season isn't over. It's a smaller season, of course, only being 72 games long rather than 81. But 
it's still a lot of games left. Again, they've only played six games. Six games in, yeah, you would have to go on like a five-game winning streak at least to get back into it and, tr- and to try and get, you know, the 500. But at the same time, it's still a long season left. And they can figure it out, but they're going to need Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi to play better. That is the bottom line. They need their their favorite player, their best player, who they think is their best player, to be their best player. You need OG Ananobi to step up. And most importantly, you need some type of defensive identity. You do not have the same rim protection that you had a season ago. You do not have the same defensive coordinator, a.k.a. Marcus Saul, that you had last year. You have to get better in that department, and you have to get better fast. Otherwise, you might not even make the playoffs. And that's the last thing the Raptors should be trying to deal with, deal with right now because it's just a lot going on, and you want your team to be in the playoffs. There's no excuse for the Raptors not to be in the playoffs. Even though the Eastern Conference did get better from a season ago, the Raptors are still a really good team. You still have the good pieces. Again, Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet, Pascal Siakam, you have the right pieces, but it's about putting it together each night, playing hard and competitive each night, and just being the best versions of yourselves as players and trying to get and commit to a team effort. That's all it's going to take for this Raptors team to turn around, man. But you got to really be smart with what you're doing because this can, this could play out in a really bad way. But the Raptors, I don't know, Masai Ujiri's smart. I'm not saying he's dumb. I'm not questioning his abilities as a general manager or as a you know front office executive. He's a really good executive. Give him his credit. He's done a really good job. Even when he was in Denver, he did a good job of assembling teams for the Nuggets. But now you're just in a weird predicament. It's not the biggest predicament, you know, for a team in the NBA because it's a lot bigger things going on, um, like James Harden, of course, in Houston. But it is a predicament nonetheless, and it needs to be solved because you don't want to waste this young core. And this young core is still young. Even though um, Pascal Siakam is 28, he should he should be on the verge of stepping into his prime. He should be on the verge of turning into a consistent all-star player, but he needs to figure it out. And my biggest thing with him is he has to be able to expand his offensive repertoire because his game offensively is mostly post-ups. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, as a a player that actually played a lot of basketball and kind of knows basketball, when you're posting up, it's only so many things that you you can do because your back is facing against the basket. So you can, you know, you can spin, you can try to shoot a little floater over him or a hook shot, whatever. But it's only a minimal things, it's only a minimum of things that you can do from the post. When you're attacking a player from straight on, like a Jason Tatum or a Kevin Durant, you're at the as a defender, you're at that player's mercy. They can do whatever. They can cross you over. They can go right by you from one direction, the right or the left. They can hit you with the in and out dribble. They can hit you with a spin move. They can hit you with whatever. It's so many things that you can do when you're facing the defense. When you're posting up, the defense is watching you. The help side is watching you. You're taking your time getting to the basket, and the defense is converging on you. Pascal Siakam must expand his offensive game or else the Raptors are going to continue to struggle. He has to get like a better mid-range shot. He has to start shooting the three-point from the three-point line better. But my thing is this. He just needs to get his confidence and his rhythm together because as I was watching their games, I watched them play against the Pelicans, and I watched them play against the Celtics last night. 
his confidence just doesn't look like it's at the right place right now. And again, it's still early in the season. We had a short offseason. It could take some time for them to get into a rhythm. I'm not saying their season is over with. I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs. But they're going to have to pick it up sooner rather than later. Otherwise, they might fall too far behind to make it up and try and get that push into the playoffs. But I do think ultimately they will figure it out. They will get it together. I do think it's a few teams in the Eastern Conference that are better than them, like the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Indiana Pacers. I think all those teams, I think that's what, six teams I just named, or five teams I just named, are better than the Toronto Raptors. But... This team is still solid. It's not time to panic whatsoever. They just have to get it together. They have to establish a true offensive identity. If it's not time for Pascal Siakam to step into his all-star level, then they probably have to put in the, the ball in Kyle Lowry's hands more or the ball in Fred Van Fleet's hands more for them to get consistent offensive production night in and night out. But ultimately, they're going to need Pascal Siakam to be the best version of himself if this team wants to continue to get better, man. But of course... I appreciate you guys. As always, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports, man. I'm a college basketball writer slash blogger slash journalist. Feature alongside a whole bunch of other really talented writers slash blogger slash journalists. We are at Nuts and Bolts SP on both Twitter and Instagram. Please go follow us. Go like our stuff. Go retweet our stuff. For all your sports news and needs, I promise you Nuts and Bolts Sports has it all for you. And of course, I am also featured on Nuts and Bolts Sports Podcast Network alongside a whole bunch of other really great sports pods cast by a whole bunch of other really great content creators and podcast hosters man as always this has been another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast i am kevo bands on instagram that is k-e-v-o-o underscore bands b-a-n-d-z-z on instagram i am also at easy money kev seven on twitter go follow me i will follow you back man of course please like comment subscribe rate review and share and if you listen to my podcast on apple podcast please leave a rate and review that is how we share grow and expand the podcast i will talk to you guys soon as always have a good rest of your week peace love and blessings gone